welcome to 20 Minute Tech Talk with your host Andy Angel and your co-host Trist Woods. Okay, so I want to talk about something. On last episode, we said we were super excited that we actually hit a 20 minute mark. 20 minute mark, and uh, guess what, Tristan? What? We did not. We recorded about 18 minutes. Once we edited the the podcast, we ended up with like 18 minutes again. So we should just really call it under 20 minute tech talk. What do you think? Yeah, I think that sounds about good because we're never going to go over 20 minutes. No, okay. We're going to do it. This episode will be 20 minutes of tech talk and talking about tech talk. Um, let's talk about something that's not tech. So we haven't recorded our podcast this week, mainly because of the 4th of July. We always record on Wednesdays, try to post before Friday, but uh, 4th of July happened and we had a 4th of July stuff to do. So I had fun, went to check out some fireworks. It got really windy. We were there till 9.30 and um, right when the fireworks were gonna start, you know, it started getting really windy and we missed the fireworks. Uh, Very disappointing, but we had fun. What about you, Trist? Yeah, it was a lot of fun, even without the fireworks. Okay, so I do wanna talk about something. So I got an email saying that I went over my my internet data at home, which is I thought it was supposed to be unlimited. And I guess the second time I've gone over, I got over or I went over one terabyte of internet, which it sounds ridiculous. But I thought internet companies um, had internet for free. I don't understand. I was very upset. I uh, I'm definitely going to call Comcast and see what's going on, because if it says unlimited Internet, how are they going to say, oh, wait, you went over your Internet if it's unlimited Internet, right? Yeah. And we use like a lot of Internet because, as we said in a previous podcast, all our services are Internet. We don't have cable. We have Internet TV. So when we run out of Internet, we can't watch TV. Yeah, I think companies need to realize that cable's dead, like we talked about it. And more people are streaming everything. They stream their live TV. They stream. I mean, you have people have uh, security systems that run with Internet. They have refrigerators. Like everything's just everything's to be connected to the Internet. So people are using a lot of Internet and they can't really say <clears throat> you went over your data. <clears throat> sorry. When um, they it says unlimited data. So I don't really understand. So I'm going to have to call Comcast. Like there's other providers. If they give me a hard time, then I could just get another one. I just just go with um CenturyLink or I don't know just any other other company so yeah that's my mini rant about um Comcast telling me that I went over my my data also um so we have this Arlo versus Ring so Arlo is a company or Ring too they're a company they're security camera companies um and I want to compare them because they're very similar I think Arlo might be a little bit more expensive. So this is what happened. So I went to Best Buy, to my local Best Buy, to buy a Arlo system for my for my house. And I knew that Arlo was one of the biggest companies in terms of like um, wireless cameras because I didn't want to like have drill holes in my house and have all these wires going through the roof and through the attic and installing a security system. I just wanted something that was wireless free so that I could just hook it up to the wall, put in some batteries and boom, starts recording. Simple. So I went to check out the Arlo brand. And as I was checking it out, I knew I was going to get a ring doorbell, which everybody knows what that is. And uh, the guy told me about the ring cameras also that just came out and they're also like wireless free and they do the same thing as Arlo. So I decided to go with the ring 
just because I was going to get the doorbell. So I decided just to keep it in the same ecosystem. And by the way, Tristan, I'm going to let you talk here in a minute, but you don't know much about the security camera. So I'm just going to take over and then you're going to you're going to take over the next subject. Sorry about that. Uh, so like I was saying, in terms of price difference, they're about the same. They're the same price. They kind of do the same thing. I believe Ring has a cheaper because you have to pay a membership, like a subscription to see all your videos. So you have to pay about $3 a month per camera or $30 a year per camera, or you could just go for the unlimited and it's a hundred bucks a year, but you get all the cameras you want. You can put any 10 cameras if you want, it's unlimited. And Arlo was a little bit more expensive. I can't remember the rates of it, but let me here, let me check here really quick. Tristan, do you have the rates for that? He's my information guy with his little Chromebook. Okay, so we got the rates. So, okay, so it looks like they're exactly the same thing. It's like $10 a month. So it's $10 a month or $100 a year, which on, but if you, even if you have on camera, it's still gonna cost you $10 a month. And with Ring, if you have on camera, it only costs you $3 a month. But if you have tons of cameras, then it'll be about the same price. So what I wanna say is that most people are gonna want that Ring doorbell. So if you're gonna get the Ring doorbell, just keep it in the same ecosystem so you don't have to like swap apps and see what's going on in your backyard. And you don't have to like swap apps to see what's going on in your, in your front door. So just keep it in the same ecosystem. Just go with the Ring. Unless just your focus is just cameras and you don't care about the doorbell, then get whichever one is cheaper. I know the first generation of Arlo, it's way cheaper than the second generation of Arlo or the Ring but it does record on 720. So you are compromising quality for the price. I think you believe you could get one for $90 versus $199, I believe so. So I'm gonna have to let Tristan weigh in a little bit. You already heard everything I had to say about it. So what are, you, what are your thoughts? I would go with first gen Arlo because for me, if I was gonna get a security system, even though I don't own a house, I would have it mostly for the looks. Like it would be there to actually work, but I feel like that would definitely deter people from robbing my house. Want to just get like a dummy camera? They have those for like thirty bucks in or thirty bucks in Amazon. Just because it's like it's pretty easy to tell because they kind of look plasticky and stuff. And I would want to like look to actually see who's there sometimes. Like if there was a mailman there, I think we've used that a couple times where they're like, um, it's a expensive package, so we're gonna leave it at this place. So yeah. Okay, enough about Arlo and Ring. I know we always have like leaks and rumors that we see on the internet and I heard that the S4 is coming out pretty soon. Not the Galaxy S4, don't give me that look. The watch, yeah, the Gear S4. It's coming out with a Note 9, so I'm pretty excited about that. I just, really, I don't really care like the power and the battery life and all that. I just care about the looks because if I'm gonna strap a watch on my wrist, I wanna make sure it looks good. And the S3 looks really good, so I'm wondering if this one's gonna look so good that's gonna make me want to buy it even though i already have the s3 looking forward to um see what it looks like i feel like i've taken over this podcast and tristan haven't even got a couple words but i'm gonna have you talk about the surface uh i can't say the name what is it andromeda the surface andromeda yeah talk about it more well at this point it's just a rumor well on the inside they're like 90 percent sure they're actually working on it but shocking news they might have canceled it and if they didn't completely cancel it they pushed it back like pretty far and for some of you that don't know what it is it's like 10 inch it's supposed to compete with the ipad and be a laptop it's 10 inches and it's all screen on the front with like a bezels on the top and bottom for camera and stuff 
but all screen there's like no in between like hinge to tw- tilt it but it's all screen so you can tilt it like a laptop and like close it but it's all screen so i really hope they stick with that on the real release if they ever release it well what i heard is that they were working on it and uh they were gonna try to launch it and then they just canceled the whole project but i really hope they uh bring it back because it looked really cool but i did hear that the computer wasn't gonna be like nearly as powerful as like uh the low-end microsoft surface pro that they have so i don't really know if people are even gonna buy it and maybe that's why they cancel it but on the pictures it look really cool so hopefully they come out with it and make it a little more powerful but it might be really expensive if they do that and i don't think they're gonna uh really launch that so we'll see what happens so it's gonna be around the 500 hundred dollar price range probably that's what the leaks say and it's gonna have a 10 inch screen which is almost the exact same as the smaller ipad pro right now and yeah and you have to keep in mind the specs are gonna be pretty low because it's not supposed to be a laptop it's supposed to ke- compete with the ipad and have it's gonna have more specs than the ipad but you can't expect it to have a huge powerhouse whenever it's supposed to compete with an ipad and i personally would definitely think about getting it if they had like an expensive one for 500 and maybe like an 8.5 inch one for like 300 i would definitely get the 300 dollars eight inch one well is that the that's the one that you could fold right that's what's what we're talking about yeah so overall the screen's gonna be eight inches if you fold it it'll be about as big as a phone so it's pocketable that's what i heard too that there was a I, th- I heard it was seven inches but you could fold it and you could put it in your pocket if they come out with that and it's like a windows and it's laptop and you know has a pretty decent power i would definitely get it um especially if you have like lte with it that would be pretty cool as well oh yeah so if it does come out i'm definitely gonna get it as long as it's not more than like six hundred dollars so tristan tell me about this phone that you're uh, very excited about very excited i mean it's a blackberry (laughs) it's a blackberry so you can't really be too excited for it but actually this one looks pretty cool um well it's a blackberry so it looks cool for a blackberry but i actually kind of like it i would never use it but because like the keyboard you could put your fingers on it and it almost is a touch screen it's a physical keyboard just let that sink in physical keyboard but at least the keyboard like you could keep scrolling with the keyboard and it'll move on the screen so it's like touchscreen keyboard although they're still physical and the home button is actually really good disguised as their fingerprint scanner and it works like really fast and honestly the specs are pretty good the only things that i don't like are the are the processor and the screen size because the screen is 4.5 inch which is tiny tiny nowadays and it only has a Snapdragon 660, and the newest phones have the 845. So, yeah, other than that, it's pretty good, though. Yeah, so on a processor, just to give you an idea, so they go from, like, 400, 600, and 800, and the 800 is the top of the line, and it's a new processor, so it's not. it doesn't mean that it's old. It just means that it's less powerful. So if you have, like, a 400 uh, series of processor, you're pretty much looking at garbage. Uh, 600 is uh, it's okay and the 800 is top of the line so those are pretty good just to give you an example big question here would you buy this phone tristan if i didn't have a, actually no no way because you could buy the razor phone which how much this phone costs so yeah i agree i would never buy this phone so all of you out there don't buy this phone unless you work for the cia or something moving on we will be talking about is led tv's dead 
<clears throat> that's uh, something we wanted to talk about this week. And the question is LED. So LED is uh, TVs that everybody's buying right now. They're super cheap. Everybody's buying those TVs. And the new new upcomers are the OLED TVs, which they're they were really expensive last year. This year they're very affordable. You can go on for like eighteen hundred. When you know maybe last year they were two three thousand dollars, but LEDs are getting really cheap. You get get one for under five hundred dollars, like a fifty five inch. So my question is: Are LED TVs dead? Question mark. And short answer is no, not right now. But in four or five years, they're going to be dead. It's going to be like the 3D TV. Because, I mean, at this point, they're good because you could have 2K ones. But in four or five years, whenever you have 12K or probably not that much, but they're going to be pretty bad, like 3D TVs. Yeah, so they're definitely not dead. You get a 4K 65-inch TV. Hey, we talk about that one TV that it was only, I don't remember how much it was, like 500 and something dollars for a 65-inch TV. And then if you get like a OLED or a Samsung QOLED TVs, they're, I mean, they're still run you under 2000. So yeah, definitely LED TVs, not dead. Everybody's buying them. And I think everybody's going to buy them for at least three or four more years until LEDs or until OLED TVs get really cheap that the LED TVs start fading away. Kind of like the plasma TVs. I don't know if you remember that where they just started fading away because the LED market just just took over. So all the people that out there that want to get an LED TV, it's not dead. Go get go ahead and get your LED TV. And in other news, something that's actually really cool that I'm unfortunately not old enough to have yet is something you put in your pinky or really any finger you want and it's the size of a grain of rice, but you can't really feel it because it's like deep in your finger. It is like a credit card because Samsung Pay and stuff, you just put your phone next to the thing and it pays. It's like that, but it's with your finger. So you pay with your credit card and just put your hand next to the thing and it reads it like super fast. You could also have it so it opens your smart doors if it has RFID or what's the thing called? Smart key. Smart yeah, lock. like smart key or smart lock. And you can also have it so whenever you walk in your house, it turns a certain light on or something. And this really isn't that big yet, but I think it's definitely going to get big in the next few years. Because let's say you forget your phone wallet at home, which is never going to happen. But let's just say you do, or you don't want to get your wallet or your phone out. Right away, you just are like, oh, that's fine. Just put your hand right there, pays. And it could restore up to 11 credit cards, I think. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't think I'm ready for an implant. It's supposed to be an implant in your finger. So I don't know. I don't know if I want to get some kind of NFC implant of the size of a rice. What if somebody cuts my finger so they could get in my house and hack my account? <laughs> okay, I don't think that's possible. But um, yeah, I don't think I, I don't have any interest in the technology unless it gets, I guess, if people start doing it and like everybody does it, maybe I'll, I'll be interested. But just as as thinking of having something in my finger implanted as just yeah i don't think so i don't think i could do it i would be doing it right now if i was old enough i think you have to be 16 though or at least have a credit card so that way you could have, I a, have a credit card <laughs> yeah you're not getting an implant in your finger <laughs> unless you're 18 and then you could do whatever you want but right now mr no way guess what tristan what we are still not even at 20 minutes and um i don't know what else to talk about <laughs> oh i got it let's talk about so i saw this video the other day about a guy that bought a first generation iphone 
and he uh we actually felt bad me and trist i, I sent that video to you trist and i felt so bad so he spent all this money on the video and he was gonna unbox it for the first time and he was super excited to unbox his phone and he was like oh it's the first time i've ever unboxed this phone and it turned out that it was repackaged <laughs> so he spent all this money on this phone so that way he could be the first one to unbox it and it was repackaged i felt really bad for that guy yeah that poor guy i think he spent like 3500 on it that would just be so painful so before we go i want to talk about a battery pack that we got and i don't know if you already talked about it in the last episode or in a couple episodes yeah i don't think so and i think we're going to talk about a wireless battery pack and i think those are going to be really useful not right now because it's honestly easier just to plug it in because there there's only a certain spot you could charge them on but I feel like next time Apple gets courageous and removes the charging port, those are going to be super useful for all the Apple users. <laughs> so right now they're not all that useful, honestly, because it just takes forever to charge. Like you have to have it on a certain area. And we were thinking we could have it in our pockets while it's charging and just not have a cable. But honestly, you can't really do that because it keeps moving around in your pocket. It stops charging for 10 seconds. It charges for five. It honestly right now is not that good. I would still get it, though. I mean, it's something. I'd rather have a wireless battery pack than having a, a wired battery pack and having to, like, find the cable and having to charge it. That way, if it's wireless, just put your phone on top of it and you don't have to worry about carrying the cable. I mean, it's a good little, like, emergency um battery pack oh yeah for sure like if your phone was dying and you were gonna leave somewhere just for like two hours just bring that leave your phone in the car leave it charging when you come back it'll be at like 40 percent. okay so this is gonna be it for episode four hopefully we get to 20 minutes once i'm done editing this and uh for next week we're gonna talk about alexa versus google home and also are gaming laptops dead question mark and we will be discussing those subjects and also other subjects so stay tuned for next episode and as always you can listen to us on soundcloud itunes stitcher google music and others and as always i'm gonna let tristan send us off so as always you can email us suggestions for the next podcast or comments because a lot of podcast sites don't have comments so as always you could email us at 20 minute tech talk at gmail.com that is two zero minute tech talk at gmail.com and thank you for listening to episode four of 20 minute tech talk and we hope to see you next week Thank you.